This is the ICO Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the ICO Podcast. It's episode number 15 and today is Monday, March 28th. I'm Kent. And I'm Clayton. And if you didn't figure it out in our past episode content, this episode, this podcast is all about Odessa and Foreign Family Collective. Thank you so much for listening. You can uh, find us on pretty much any podcast provider, or if you need links to any of those, head over to theicopod.com. So the big news today is confirming that Odessa is indeed going on tour throughout the fall. And all the pieces have fallen in place. So we've got a full list of cities and dates uh, that we'll talk about here in just a few minutes. And we'll also circle back on the album that was announced in the last episode. We covered pretty much everything about that, as well as the single with uh, the Knox that was dropped last week. So you can go back and listen to that if you'd like to hear our thoughts on any of that. Uh, But... The tour, fittingly, not surprisingly, kicks off with three nights in Seattle, which we've talked about repeatedly. So if you miss that, I don't know where you've been hiding, but we uh, welcome back. apparently have sold that one out, according to the tour poster. I thought there were maybe a few seats left for the Sunday night show. Yeah, but me too. But I think it might, case. you know, what do we consider sold out these days? Who who knows? <laughs> there are resale seats available for all of the shows at ridiculous prices. So if yeah, you're if you willing don't to... don't need your arms or legs. Yeah, if you you're go. willing to be taken on a ticket price, then you can go get your verified resale tickets for any of those. Uh, and then we move, uh, we take a little break, and then on um, August 17th, we kick off... The tour, so it is as we expected it to be called the last goodbye tour, and I brought up my concern with that on the last episode, and I will repeat that in that I think non mega fans are still going to be confused by that title, yeah, my prediction. I have a very vivid image of people running around at festivals, going up to people with Odessa flags and merch, and being like, so, like, is this, this it? Is like, it? Is this, this the, is little, the yeah. last tour? And it's like, no, yeah. it's not. But by so, taste, I mean, even, even myself looking at the tour poster earlier today still had a little bit of anxiety <laughs> rushed through me. Like, what? Oh, my gosh. It's the last one. So the, the special guests on the show are uh, diverse and more folks than I would have expected there to be. Yes. Uh, Esso, who has, in my mind, kind of come out of nowhere in this world, in the electronic mm-hmm. music world. After the festival, or the Electric Forest Festival announcement, and now, you know, the Seattle shows, and now this tour, Esso is everywhere. So... Look forward. So looking forward to, to getting in on the hype there, because I feel like I'm out of the loop. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Elderbrook is on for most dates. Ben Bomer, Bomber, I'm not really sure how he prefers his name to be Bomer. pronounced, uh, is on this. Uh, San Holo is here. Ford, Gilligan Moss, and Nasaya are all uh, several several foreign family fam in there so not to be expected yeah of course um, of course 
and they're not on every show, so you ha- kind of have to look at the tour poster to see exactly who is on each show. But I think Sylvanesso is on pretty much everything except the Minneapolis mm-hmm. show. So, uh, tour dates. Phoenix, Arizona is the first one on August the 17th. Then August 19th is Austin, Texas. August 20th is Dallas, Texas. August 23rd, Atlanta, Georgia. August 25th, Columbia, Maryland. August 26th, New York, New York. August 30th, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. September the 1st, Toronto. September the 2nd, Montreal. September the 3rd, Guilford, New Hampshire, which I don't even know where Guilford is. I will have to look that up on a map. And September 4th is Boston, Massachusetts. And then uh, continuing on, in September 7th, we're in Cincinnati. September 8th, we hit up Detroit. September 9th is Chicago. September 12th, we're in Minneapolis. September 14th is St. Louis. Uh, September 16th is Denver. September 20th, Salt Lake City. The 22nd is in Ridgefield, Washington. The 23rd is in Vancouver. The 26th is in Bend, Oregon. The 27th is in Boise, Idaho. September 29th is Sacramento, California. And then closing out September 30th in San Francisco. So we've got 27 tour dates, including the three Seattle shows. Um, And for the most part, all but what I believe to be one venue, well, two with the Seattle shows, are all outside. So these are all outdoor amphitheater shows, except for the Armory in Minneapolis, unless they have some sort of outdoor space that Mm -hmm. I'm not aware of. And Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle is an indoor venue as well, but everything else appears to be outside, which personally, having seen a moment apart a number of times, aside from Sundara, which was a totally different league of its own, Mm -hmm. I preferred the indoor shows to the outdoor because the production is just so much more immersive Right, you're Inside. surrounded by sounds and lights. Yeah, and I feel like outside there's, you know, yeah. just kind of escaping out into exactly. The air. <laughs> it's it's inside. You can you can laser focus on the production, and you've got fog and everything else, so you can see you know mm-hmm. lighting effects more. But outside, I find myself more easily distracted with just the outdoors or whatever yeah. else is going on, and not as just focused on the show in front of me. So Which means you got to get those pit tickets if you want that. Yeah, closed that's closed in. You that's get right it. I was trying to think to myself why would I mean there's a number of reasons why Sundara would have been different, but it's it was the proximity to the stage. I mean, yeah. we were so close and such a small crowd, so that kind of changed that. So yeah, I guess that would be the good um the good move. Yeah, for sure. Get as close as possible to the stage. Just sit, just sitting in front of a TV screen, essentially. Yeah, as close yeah. as you can, burn right. those eyeballs out. So uh, my initial thought is they are doing all these outdoor venues in this what what we imagine to be the first leg of this tour, simply due to weather, because mm-hmm. you know the the late summer spring dates here will still allow that, whereas most of these are not even going to be really feasible venues until you know, May of next right. year or whatever. So so I guess we could speculate that they are doing all the outdoor venues first and then they'll evaluate 
you know, ticket sales and if mm-hmm. they have demand and everything else. If it's anything like a moment apart, we will be talking about this tour for two years. Yeah, so. like let's just keep that in mind is that they don't, no, 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 let's go on tour, wrap yeah. it up and get back to the studio. Like they're going to be on this for a while, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. So it's possible that, you know, we'll see a whole nother round of indoor venues and perhaps Sundara in the spring. I would hope. And also Red Rocks. Yeah, I I think that's probably the one that's most noticeably missing from this list, considering that they are amphitheaters. So they're doing the Denver show at the Fiddler's Green Amphitheater, which is in Centennial, you know, metro area of Denver. Uh, So it's interesting that they didn't go to Red Rocks. I imagine it has to be either a scheduling issue, Red Rocks may be completely full on the calendar, or some other reason. I don't know. Maybe the promoter who has reach in that area couldn't secure that. I'm not sure. I think it is still AEG, though, that's promoting that show Mm -hmm. um, at Fiddler's Green. And I'm not even familiar with that venue. I've never heard of that. But it's in sort of the southeast side of Denver, based on my quick research today um but otherwise i mean i think most of the other venues are pretty traditional outdoor spots in these major cities i think uh we have our eyes on a few particular dates you mentioned Mm -hmm. for me i think uh i'm gonna try to hit up the dallas show and probably the chicago show that's just kind of more like a personal scheduling yeah. thing. But yeah, 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 yeah. If yeah. we could, we go to all of them. But. Because, you know, some of these are midweek, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday right. shows, and that doesn't really work for a lot of people. So jive for me. Um, but, I mean, it is, it is still fairly aggressive to only have a day or two between a lot of these dates. Mm-hmm. So getting production in between these cities and torn down and set up again. It almost makes me wonder if they have two different <laughs> yeah, right. stage like two different setups. Yeah. Crews. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what some of the big acts have to do in order to make it work. So it's, it wouldn't be totally unreasonable to think that they would be doing something like that for this one. Um, but yeah, so basically for, you know, two solid months with a slight break there it will be fully known as odessa season all across the country and also i appreciate the proximity to the album release for Mm. all this obviously the seattle show is right after the album drops but yeah um you don't have to wait too long after you get your hands on it to go see them live which is really nice yeah, the the twenty second, right mm-hmm. of July is the is the big album release. You know, we might see a single or two additionally released between now and then, but otherwise we'll be looping everything that we have. Yeah, looping that three song EP esque uh, thing on Spotify. So we we talked about the full track list of the album in the last episode because it was posted on the merch store, but then. It almost made me wonder if, if that was slightly a mistake because a few days later, then they officially announced the track list. But mm-hmm. I think it was probably just a not everybody obviously ran to right. buy merch to see it. So uh, they released it in a couple different ways. The one that I saw most prominently was the whiteboard version 
over the track list. They just yeah, I think posted that's what it. I saw as well. Yeah, a picture of that. And of course, in my mind, I was trying to look underneath the dry erase marker to see like what they erased and rewrote over <laughs> to see how they were moving around track title, you know, the ordering of everything. Um, but that's always fun to see. And, uh, yeah, the official list is out everywhere now and you can pre order, pre save all of those wherever you listen to music. Uh, they did also release a, a launch video today mm-hmm. in celebration of the announce. I haven't had a chance to watch that yet. Yeah, it's just a short little ditty, a little less than 30 seconds. Um, the thing of interest for me is I think that there's some sounds we haven't heard in there. Like mm. there's obviously allusions to uh, The Last Goodbye, the song, yep. and uh, maybe one of their other singles. But there's just an overall, the underlying track. I'm like, hmm, I don't know if they produced it just for this video or if this is another small tease of something we'll get on the album, but it's worth checking out if you have an extra 30 seconds in your day. So tickets go on sale for all of these tour dates this week, Thursday, 10 o'clock. It says local time, so I guess it depends on where the venue is. Uh, So 10 o'clock local time was the pre-sale, and then I think Friday might be the official on sale, but you can sign up for what's called First Access on the Odessa website. Time will tell if there's a secret pre-sale for (laughs) Odessa family. So last time for the Seattle shows, if you missed it, there was a a good 24 hours uh, lead that was given to the folks in the Discord, a link to just buy tickets for that first, the Friday night show in Seattle. And uh, not only, you know, before everybody else tried to pile into Ticketmaster, but also at the best prices so perhaps something like that will happen again but i don't know i don't want to be too needy i don't think i think i think we got everything that we needed (laughs) yeah i feel like we can't really (laughs) ask for a whole lot more like we're kind of we're all set up we have an album announced we have a tour announced like we're 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 yeah there's really fans over here there's really nothing else left except all that merch you know what's what's tour merch gonna look like so that'll be the next big thing to speculate over. And, of course, Sundar and Red Rocks, but, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, if Sundara doesn't happen in the next year, I'm just going to produce one of my own. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> the Ico Sundara. We, yeah, right? we'll have we'll get everybody from Discord together, and we'll just all go. go yeah, or we'll just all fly to Mexico, and we'll build staging, and we'll just play... Kanye West style. We'll just have a listening we'll have a party, listening party. of the albums. <laughs> so that's that's the alternative on that one. Uh, I think that pretty much covers everything. I you know we could I guess we could speculate a little bit on what we think the show will be like, how it will be structured. If we'll oh, see a lot of older music, if we'll see Bronson. If we'll, if they'll, I stick. think there's, I definitely think there's going to be a couple Bronson tracks mixed in. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to be given significant airplay. Like I mm. think it'll be like kind of allusions to the songs. Because in my head, I'm still hoping for some sort of either a festival appearance or a tour or something. Yeah. So yeah. Um. I mean, I think I think that is the perfect Sundara is the perfect right. opportunity for right. a Bronson set on one of the nights. Um, but obviously, we aren't seeing Bronson as a 
supporting artist mm-hmm. on this announcement. So it probably would just be sprinkled in. But I, but I, you know, I'm trying to think for AMA how much non AMA music we heard in the There's show. No okay amount, I feel. Yeah, because I mean, but you know, they at this for this tour, you know, they're gonna have basically four albums of music to pull from. Yeah. Right. You know, and plus a little bit more from stuff that isn't on an album in quotes. Yeah. But um this is always a fun time to see artists I feel when they're a little bit later in their career and mm-hmm. you really don't know what you're gonna get. Like it's gonna be a mixture of their whole career at this point. Yeah. So I'm kind and to put it out there, I think it's gonna be fifty percent new stuff and then the the other fifty percent is gonna be just a smattering of all their mm-hmm. old stuff. Yeah, and, and again, if if AMA is you know, the benchmark for everything, we would expect to see a lot of the artists who are featured on the album doing vocals to also yeah. make special appearances throughout the tour. I mean, mm-hmm. but it varied at every show who was going to come out and sing live vocals. So you just never really knew. We got, <laughs> without even knowing what we were getting into, we got lucky when we saw Chicago because mm, yeah. they brought out a couple people. Yeah, there uh, were several. Live. Yeah, it was totally unexpected. So it was a, it was it was almost a little uh, disappointing at shows after that point. Yeah, we're like, oh man, we're like what? They're not going to bring out all their friends Where's to Leon sing Bridges? the song. Yeah, exactly. Out. Yeah. So uh, we'll have plenty of opportunities to speculate over that, and uh, what we have four months to the day, Christ. I think, until the Seattle show. I don't know. Math um, math is really hard. So twenty eighth. So. Okay, so four months and one day. Four months and one day, folks. We can make it. I have to get my outfit ready. I, I know. know. I don't we know. Gotta play outfits. We got to get our ICO flag. Yeah, we got to do all these, all these that's things. That's true. Definitely true. So that's it for this episode of the ICO. As I said at the top of the show, you can listen to all, any of our past episodes on whatever podcast provider you prefer, or there are links to all of those over at the ICOPod. Dot com. If you can leave us a rating, a review, that really helps us out a lot. Yeah, we love you guys. So show us you love us back or I'm going to cry. Thanks. <laughs> if that's not encouragement <laughs> enough, I don't know what is. I'm Kent. And I'm Clayton. We'll catch you next time. Bye.